Hey everybody, welcome to the Suario Whistle podcast, show, whatever you want to call it. My name is Nick, I'm here with my boy Daniel. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. We got some right, interesting muted. topics. I was muted, but what's good? <laughs> uh, you yeah, good? Okay, you good. Nah, we good, we good, we good. Sorry. Okay, alright, alright, no worries. Start, start. <laughs> okay, I mean... Talking about solid starts, solid-ish starts. I mean, second or they second start. or third in the conference? They second or third? Yeah, they're second. They are they're second. They're up on the second, second in the East. We're talking about the Celtics. That's what we're going to be diving into today. Yeah, quick, Pretty quick interesting topic dive. for me. Yeah, yeah. What are your initial thoughts when you think of the Celtics? Solid team. They, uh, Solid team. They got one superstar, a budding superstar, and uh, a great player. And okay, so they got a budding superstar in Jalen Brown, a superstar in Tatum, and a and a great player in Kemba Walker. I don't know what to call Kemba anymore. Because mm. you think I would you, say you, you said superstar. you Tatum's superstar. Okay, budding you, you said Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Uh, do you think he actually will become a superstar, Jalen Brown? You know what? The way he's been playing this year, I I do think so. Mm. Like he's mm. he's taking a big step this year. Like, so yeah, he's not a giant step. It's it's just yeah. he already was doing everything so well, and this year he's scoring efficiently. And it might be just because, like, before we got in, before we started talking, they are missing. Been missing Tatum for three games. Kemba started off out for the year with a knee injury, so he's definitely mm-hmm. took a step coming. He had to take a step. He was forced into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me, he does a lot of stuff that isn't in the score sheet. Like, he's like a Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry type of player. Yeah. Yeah. I it, uh, I don't know. It's – I don't know. Do you think you'll ever get to that cal- – like, that caliber, like, top of the league? It's No, I see, I, I don't think so. I think he, he'll always be that budding superstar that he's just mm-hmm. a step below. But which is fine for the Celtics because they already have a star. Fine for the Celtics, yeah, yeah. They have a monster already in Tatum. A young but monster. is 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 Tatum though? Like, do you think Tatum can reach that elite level of superstardom? I I I'd say he's pretty much there, especially in the playoffs. Like, he's been a great playoff performer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has the pieces around him already. You have a defense, yeah you have yeah a old pro defense defense player and Marcus Smart beside you. You got Kemba, mm-hmm. a scoring veteran. You got your boy Jalen Brown playing great two way. So he has all the pieces around him, not to be like dragged down by them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, do you think do you think the Celtics are gonna win a chip with this roster? No, they're missing. They're they're missing a big man. It's yeah. every year they're missing a big man. I Danny Danny is great, but like what? Yeah, he's. They are missing a big man. Like, <laughs> I like, think that's you, a that's a lot of. Do you what? Like, what is actually missing from their from? They're like an eight in our preseason rankings. We had them in A. What's what's missing yeah. for them to be an S? Um, I think centrally, what's already there. Um, we're looking at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I think it's their development. I think they're banking a lot on them to see how far they can go. Um. I think they're also missing, um, obviously, a big man. Uh, and but here's the thing: even if they do get a, a big man, like a solid big man, uh, 
I still think it really comes down to Brad Stevens. I'm not. We can't ignore Brad Brad Stevens. I don't. I think he's kind of plateaued over the past couple of years in terms of his coaching. Um, and then on top of that, like I said before, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, can they be the guys? Because because in that in that caliber player I was mentioning earlier, players like those can be like, okay, I may not be the best player in the world. But on today, on this game tonight, I'm the best player in the world. Like, there's yeah, players that can I do that, it. right? And I, I wonder, and I wonder if Jason Tatum can do that multiple times throughout a playoffs. He might not be the best player, but he needs to be that player. So, I I, like, I don't know. I feel like the gatekeeper of that player is Donovan Mitchell. Like, it, like if you're better than Donovan Mitchell, you're you're a superstar. Hmm. Hmm. Like, yeah. that would be that would be my my ideal. Like, I think. I think Tatum is better than Donovan Mitchell and by a good leap. Yeah. Yeah. What about Kemba? Do you think Kemba's actually the point guard of, of a championship team for Boston? He's had some um, issues in the playoffs. He's not a good defender. He can score. He's efficient. I don't I no, I don't. I think I think Kemba was the best option for them. At the time, yeah. Um, no, I think they're way better the than time, what they yeah. were with Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. The the, the the situation blends much better with Kemba for sure. As a um, Kyrie fan, you watch them play with Kemba yeah, yeah, yeah. without Kyrie. Do you think they're yeah. what do you think the main look is like the consistent look is between the two different teams? Um they needed Kyrie last year in the playoffs, but they didn't need him in the, the regular season. Interesting. Like they're they they're a better team, but they didn't have anybody that was just gonna be like I'm scoring no matter what, mm-hmm. Jason. But I feel like that's Jason Tatum in a couple of years, if not this year. Like, so I don't think they're they're missing Kyrie. Um, but they could have used as like an elite scorer like Kyrie in in last year's playoffs. But I don't think they're stressing about it at all. Um, I think it's better for best for both parties. Um, I do think they need a better. I think they need a better point guard. I don't know. I don't know. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be like cloning Marcus Smart and just having two Marcus Smarts be perfect for them? Wouldn't Drew Holiday just have, would have been the perfect point guard for them? Yeah, it's someone. I think if they had like a Chris Paul, like yeah. a guy who like or like a Rondo, some like guy who was just Pasper's defensive player. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like so I, I play, a really great playmaker, and Kemba, you know, Kemba can play make, but wouldn't Kyle mm. Lowry be the perfect fit for this team? Like, uh, yeah, he would actually be the perfect fit for this team. Yeah, he'd be great. He'd like, be great. Like Lowry for Kemba, straight up. <laughs> like that'd be great for for uh, Boston. Because Lowry can give you twenty if he needs to. He can play good defense. And he can get you ten assists. Yeah, you know, like he can do anything. Uh, any of those three on a given night. And they'll have the old full backcourt of Smart and. Yeah. <laughs> and oh man, that'd be the most hated backcourt in the league. That'd be awesome. <laughs> the most hated backcourt in the league. I. I That'd be entertaining. That'd while, be hella while we're talking about the Celtics, I did see I did see Marcus Smart called out Embiid for flopping last game, bruh, <laughs> bruh. You know who you are. So that you is the last guy I want to hear about flopping. I was dying when I read that. I had the double check. Oh my gosh. When I saw it, I had the double check. I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. That's wild. Okay, in like. In the long run, though, let's just say at the end of this year, what would you think would be the downfall of this team going to the playoffs? Would it be the actual big, them having no big man? No, because I still think that Tatum and Brown 
and you know their core Tatum Brown, uh, Marcus Smart, and and uh, Kemba Walker, and I still think those four guys can put on some great performances in order to make them have a, a relevant playoff run. Um, but it's just a matter of like, um. Uh, can they get over the hump? And we have to look at like the East as well. We got Giannis, you know, we got um, even like, you know, the Hawks are come up and coming and obviously Brooklyn Nets, if they figure that out. And I don't think the Raptors are going to be like, um, I don't think the Raptors are going to be terrible forever. I mean, I know there's questions about the long-term future of the Raptors and what moves they're going to make, but you know, it's, it's, uh, it's weird. I don't know. I, I feel like the Celtics, do need some pieces, but I'm not worried. I'm not worried about them. Um, I'm sketchy about them. Like I'm a bit sketched out about like what they can accomplish. But remember when they had Aaron it, Baines? I feel like that's what they're missing. Like they're missing Aaron Baines. Like, they're missing Tyson, yeah, a solid center. Tice is good in what he does and what he provides you in short short minutes and solid defense. Yeah. And he could score a little bit. He's not a great shooter, but he can hit a three here and there. But like they just need a locked. They need a guy. They need an Embiid guy. It's someone for Embiid and uh, that type of player. <clears throat> and I don't think I don't think Tristan Thompson is gonna do that for you. He's a good good rebounder, but I don't think he's gonna be able to the lock up Embiid. And when you saw that the, their previous loss, their latest loss, Embiid mm-hmm. went off for forty two points, and they could not stop him in the fourth. Right, they have Tristan Thompson. I'm forgetting about that guy. That guy's a good rebounder. He's a great rebounder. Uh, That's pretty much all he yeah, does. But, he's a fantastic rebounder. Yeah. Because like the question is the for the East is basically, can you stop Embiid? Can you stop Giannis? And you need big def- big defenders to do that. Um, and and I don't see there's not many there's what teams in the East East have that really, like other than maybe the the Cavs because of how good you know because of how you know they can be a defensive team but they can't score. Mm-hmm. Like they can't score with, they can't keep scoring with Embiid and and Giannis. So it's like, I think, I think really the only team built to stop Embiid is Miami, and uh, Brooklyn. I'm Miami and uh, Milwaukee. Sorry, Brook Lopez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like those are the only two centers that come to mind. Is Bam and Brook are the only two centers that come to mind right now that are good good against them. Mm. Drummond Drummond can't stop him. Embiid has yeah. free real estate in Drummond's mind. <laughs> I I haven't seen Drummond, Capella man. play against him, but I I don't think Capella would be able to do anything against him. Maybe Capella's a good offensive. Threat, he's actually a good. But I don't know about He's good. At, he's good blocker, but that's about it. Like he's good in the lanes. I just don't know how, like how he would actually match up against Embiid. Embiid's a different animal if he's healthy. I mean, Jared Allen. I've seen him play okay, but. Uh, did he, I don't did think I don't Embiid think... elbow Jared Allen a couple of years ago. Yeah, and then yeah, I remember that. Yeah, jeez. Uh, well, okay, let's yeah, get back. Let's get back to the Celtics because we're pittering off. Yeah. Mm. Let's just think to the trade deadline. Out of curiosity, who would you? What would be the dream ad for them at the trade deadline? Uh, Heroes, Drummond. I like Steve Adams. See, my issue with Steve Adams is they don't have the cap space to keep him, and he's going to be re- he's mm-hmm. resigned. 
Yeah, like that's surprising. In theory, would be really good because he's strong as hell. <laughs> he'd be good. Yeah. He'd be good against Embiid, and uh, he's a good defender. I, I, I think that would be a good fix, but like you said, I don't think it's possible for him. There's no real. There's, there's the no good center. I think we've said that in a couple shows in a row now that the, mar- the yeah. center market is just brutal for for just, everything. Yeah. Jared Allen, honestly, like if 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 Boston could have swung something, it would have been a first round pick for and a couple of firsts for Jared Allen. Yeah. So many that, picks, it's crazy. That's definitely something that they could, if they. If they really wanted to, like they could do it, and that would be a great addition for them. Because, man, he would just be he'd fit right in there, and he's just Jared Allen's all about all about team, and that's what Boston is. So it's like, it's really gonna. I think it'd be a great fit. Um, but you know, like I don't think they gotta do much to be honest, because I think the big like I've always said that I really feel like their biggest variable is just Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, their development. Um, they're gonna keep on making leaps and. I think they're banking on that, really. And I can't blame them. We've seen what Jason Tatum can do. We've seen what Jason Brown, uh, Jalen Brown can do. So I think they're just banking on that, really. And they're going to see how the market moves. Obviously, they're going to be looking to get a center. But I think they're just going with the flow right now because they're going to be relevant. Jason Tatum's young. He's on a on a max what was that, a max four-year contract. I mean, wherever he, if whatever they do with him, I doubt they'll let him go. But even if they do let him go, they're going to get something big in return. So... Well, the oldest just player, gonna the, flow. the oldest player on the mm-hmm. team right now is Jeff Teague, thirty-two. Everyone else is under thirty-two. Like they're crazy young. It's actually insane yeah. how young they are. So, I think they're in for the long haul. I think they honestly, if we're looking at teams like for the Nets, because if the Nets work out, I just I feel like the East is over for a couple or a couple or three years mm-hmm. if the Nets work out. So. And that works like that works fine for the Celtics because they can make some good playoff runs with that core and build around them, and then outlast the Nets because the Nets, the like the Nets big three are probably in the last tenure of their career. Uh, Harden thirty one, Durant thirty two, Kyrie's twenty eight in a month. Sorry, twenty nine in a month. So, like you know, it's 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 not going to be there forever. So, and the Celtics can outlast them because oh, Jason yeah, Tatum, sure. like, like their yeah, core is so. definitely going to be in their primes longer than that core currently is. Yeah, yeah. The other thing that worries me about the Celtics is their defense. They're currently 19th in the league in defensive rating, and their offensive rating's 12th. So they're both the kind of ones to the higher of the middle, ones to the lower of the middle. But they're both somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle still. Like their offense isn't top five. The counter set, yeah, bad def- or not bad defense, just middling, low middling defense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that because Tatum's not playing? Is it because they're shuffling the lineups? Because they're missing two um... two stars. What do you think? Defensively, they're if we want to call them defensive problems, I think that's just down to them not being locked in. They've proven that they can be defensive and get stops, crucial stops, especially when they need to. Um, and they're only getting better. And you know, defense, a lot of defense is effort, and team defense is, I think, a very strong thing as well. So I'm not too worried about the defense. Offensively, um, if we're being real, like. What score? Like, if they realistically they have three scores, maybe quote unquote, but it's like one of them is Kemba, and the other one is Jalen Brown, and it's like, can they can they average twenty? What is they their are. offense? Like, I like I don't I know. Like, Boston, I think, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. pop in my head what type of offense they are. To me, like automatically quickly, like if I if I if you just said quick, it'd just be Jason Tatum ISO. 
And I don't yeah, think that's what it's... they are, like, truly, realistically. Mm-hmm. No, they they don't have, I think what they, they don't have enough well-balanced players, like, well-rounded players that will just, like, can, like, they need, they need, like, all, like, a bunch of bench players averaging 10. Yeah, that's why um, I was thinking maybe D. Rose would be a good ad for them, because they got a, they got a, a starter off, the, or not a starter off the bench, they get a scorer off the bench. Yeah, yeah. So, I think, yeah, they, I think they do need some pieces offensively, which is interesting, because you would think with, the, with like, on paper, with what they have, Jalen Brown's averaging 20, 25 plus, Kemba's gonna come back and average 22 plus, 20 plus, Marcus Smart can get his fair share of 15 every now and then, yeah, and Jason Smart Tatum has taken a step back this year in terms of shooting. Yeah. Every since his thirty percent, thirty-seven percent year, he's he went from thirty-four, and now this year he's shooting thirty-one. So he is regressing in that sense. Yeah, their, their first round pick um, this year has been good though off the bench. Picard or Petroard, however you pronounce it, shooting forty-three off the bench yeah. and averaging fourteen points a game, he's been really good. But yeah. Again, I so. don't know what they are offensively in the in the playoffs last year against the Raptors. Both teams, not just the Raptors, Celtics too, they both struggled in the half half court. A lot of their points came off the run on fast breaks, mm. but they struggled hard in in the half court. Both of them. It was a slog to watch. It was a tough watch watching some of those games. They don't have a playmaker. Yeah, I think if they need, I, they I need agree. a playmaker. Um, like they have the, a lot of they have. Like their best playmaker is Marcus Smart, and that's an issue. <laughs> like yeah, I that's think definitely of a passer out of my, on my. Like they don't have a real setup man. Yeah, and yeah, they they lost Gordon Hayward too, which was also an option for them. Um, going off, I mean, and obviously that I think Gordon Hayward was probably a bigger loss than maybe they, they might have accounted for. Uh, but you Coming know, the year I did, I honestly thought that was a big loss, and I was pretty low on them. Even though we put them in the A tier, I I thought they were at the bottom of the A tier, and they're yeah, like yeah. ending B tier team. Like I, mm-hmm. to. To me, that Gordon Hayward loss is big. He was unhealthy the whole time he was there. He yeah. racked up the injuries, but he was still... Every time he played, he's efficient, good defense, good playmaker. Mm-hmm. And he's, he was only getting better, and like that type of injury is going to take a little while to, to to wash over. I mean, it's still too early to say he could just be going through a purple patch right now. We'll have to see our Gordon Hayward. We'll see what he's like at the end of the year mm-hmm. um, to see if like that injury might have played like a long-term impact on his... Uh, on his play, but we'll see. But yeah, no, I think Gordon Hayward is, uh, as of now, we can say that Gordon Hayward is looking like it was a loss. For yeah, them. for sure. He's been really um, good this right the year. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, and the thing, and the thing, they lost the guys. And even looking back at previous seasons, they lost guys like Terry Rozier, who oh, yeah. would come off the bench. That was, I think that's a big loss too, because he was a, he was a good scorer. So he could get you 15 to 20 off the bench they, uh, on, on a good day. They realistically that year traded Terry Rozier and Kyrie for Kemba. Yeah, they literally lost uh, the options for one. And uh, but and it, it was to help to accommodate Jason Tatum's growth, or not not just that, but just to help. Um, obviously, Kyrie. They wanted to keep Kyrie. They hit it, but yeah, they, I think Kyrie. sure they would have wanted to keep a player like Kyrie. It's just the team attitude and the team like environment. Yeah. Was, was suffering. Yeah, and Kyrie also wanted to leave as well. So, um, they yeah they they lost scoring options and. The thing they had, they went from having so many scoring options, but then, and this is where I'm talking Brad Stevens. Okay, I think this is a lot of, I think Brad Stevens is getting a lot of leeway here, but they had so many scoring options to like not, you could argue not enough right now. And why? Because you could argue that Brad Stevens wasn't doing enough to 
manage that, but also manage not just the play, but maybe manage the egos as well. You could argue mm. that because, you know, Terry Rozier came out on, you know, I think it was first take and he was basically, basically, the gist is what he was saying was, yeah, they didn't give me enough playing time. Forget all these guys. I should be playing more. And which, so, which is you funny because at coming out of college, he was he was the general like a general like he was one of the better offensive coaches out of, coming out of college. Yeah, yeah. Brad Stevens was yeah he was looked at as this um, magician with the plays, writing up plays, and that works if everyone just was a robot and you know you plug them in as gears. But like these are players and humans, they got egos, yeah, they got feelings, they got all the stuff you gotta manage. Tell you what to yeah. do than it is in the pros when the guy is making forty million dollars and you're making five. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's. I think questions have to be asked of Brad Stevens' ability to manage players, um, not just manage basketball, manage players. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that comes. Obviously, you know, Jason. I think he's in a good situation right now. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown don't seem like to like. I, you could argue maybe they're the biggest stars of the team right now, so they don't seem like too like ridiculously difficult to manage players. They just want to win. They just want to play hard. So, but do you think they're you missing know. Al Horford? I think I think that was a big loss. Yeah, like, like yeah, that was a bigger yeah. loss to me than Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. Like this oh, team yeah, with Al Horford sure. right now is is an S tier team, to me. Yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, absolutely. Philly, one bad year in Philly doesn't change the play Al Horford is to me. I know, and, and that's the worst part because you look at um, Al Horford and what is he even doing in Philly? He's not doing oh, anything no, in Philly. In the, He's in OKC now this year. Oh, okay. Oh, see, well, see, that's 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 the worst. I didn't even know. I didn't even know he went to OKC. So <laughs> hey, he's like... doing a little better in OKC. Like his averages are up across the board. He's but he was doing well. wonders at. He's sorry. He's doing not Brooklyn. He's doing wonders at Boston, and that's yeah, yeah, why it's the, the biggest perfect, shame. He's the perfect glue guy. Yeah. Like he's literally, yeah. literally the perfect glue guy, and he's a good defender. He could he could score. Good defender. He he, he's a good passer can, yeah. for a big man. Like it's crazy. That they let him walk. Well, they didn't really let him walk. Philly just beat him out on an offer, and then <laughs> which was a waste for Philly. Oh my gosh, it was, it was so silly, man. Um, I mean, shoot, I feel like if Kyrie, if Kyrie was willing to stay there and committed there, I feel like Hor- Horford would have wanted to stay there too, and they could have ran it back. But mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, I don't know. So honestly, I'm not worried about the Celtics overall. I think. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they're going to make the leaps. If I had to bet, I think they're going to make the leaps. Um, they get they if they get like a solid playmaker. It, I don't know how many playmaker guards are in the league anymore. It feels like all of them are just scorers now. <laughs> they're, all, but they're all scorers. They're all just scorers. So we'll see if they can make a if they can find a playmaker guard and then um, find a center, even like a solid one. Yeah. I think they, could, I think they, they don't need, advantage. honestly, if they had a playmaking guard, I, I, if you gave me the two options for them, a playmaking guard or a, a, a good like two-way center, I'd pick the playmaking guard. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's just, I agree for like, sure. I feel like Tice and Thompson can fill in as best they can. They are like one of the better rebounding teams in the league, and that was a struggle mm-hmm. for them for the previous years. Like They're like fourth in offensive rebound percentage this year, which is crazy. Mm, that's great. That's yeah. really good. So, um, the, like, I... The playmaker, they need a playmaker. It's crazy that your lead, your team leader is averaging five and a half assists a game. Yeah. Yeah, I think they need a playmaker for sure. Like that's twenty six in, in assists this year. Ooh, yeah, that's not that's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a good look. They're averaging twenty two a game, twenty six in the league. But they're all. It's funny. They're twenty six in the league, and they look this good. Like to me, that this screams they play way mm. too much iso ball. It's and, just iso ball, yeah. 
maybe that's what they are though like is it's tough to say like it's tough to force a hand like you need ball it ball movement's important but uh if you have yeah. a team full of scorers <laughs> that that uh, create their own shots do you really need the ball movement and it's i think you'll figure that out in the playoffs if that works or not yeah you, you figure that out in the playoffs i i think though if i if i had to make a prediction i think they do need ball movement yeah, yeah, I agree. I I, their scores aren't like yeah they have scores but they're not good enough to consistently like you know, win games like that off just ISO. So um, we'll see. I think the future overall is probably bright for Brooklyn. Uh, I keep on saying Brooklyn for the Celtics. The Celtics. Yeah, I, I think it's no, bright. I definitely agree. And just the one more thing: the step that they do take, we will find, figure out, figure out within the next couple of years, though. Like to me, if they yeah. never took, if they don't take another like a step this year or next year in the playoffs, I think this year's a wash with the whole COVID thing and yeah. anything. So yeah. you, I would give them another year. It's first thing you do is you change the coach, and second is the players. Oh yeah, first so, thing you got to change the coach. You got to ask. You got to ask him questions. You got to <laughs> ask him some serious questions. And they there sure. definitely were questions about Brad Stevens coming in going into this off season, mm. and the off season before that, especially when the team like blew up in his face. With, yeah. with Kyrie. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I think sure. that's it for me, what I have to say about Boston. Uh, one more question. Do you think their future is brighter than the Raptors? Oh, for sure. Yeah, there's no question. You, Tatum's better than Siakam. Brown's better than, yeah. than Freddie. Yeah, yeah. it think, is what it is. I, I think, I think uh, if you gave me a choice between the two teams' front offices, I would take Toronto. Because Danny mm. Ainge does not know when to trade his first round picks. He's a, I think he's a hoarder. But I, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, but talking like players right now, it's definitely Boston's edge. And going into the last year, I thought Siakam and Tatum were super close. And Siakam yeah. took a step back, and Tatum st- took another step up. And going into the playoffs, that's yeah. that's all it is. That's how it is. And Freddie that's hasn't taken another is. step. I think Freddie is what he is, and that's it. Yeah. And Browns is continuing yeah. to get better. Yeah, so, yeah. Definitely looking like a brighter future for the Celtics. And uh, it goes back to what I was talking about before. I think they just have a natural, a naturally gifted player in Tatum. Um, I don't I don't know if I would call Jalen Brown naturally gifted in that category, but he's still just as good with how much hard work. And like you said, he does so many things with the, that the stat sheets don't, uh, don't necessarily show. And I th- I don't know if Siakam can become Siakam can definitely become a player like Jalen Brown, but we don't have a Tatum. No, I agree. Um, definitely don't have a Tatum. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, Tatum's a true superstar. We have a star in Siakam. It's not a true superstar. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all for me. I don't yeah, have yeah, I have that's a lot. All for me. So, all right. I I don't know. You have an idea of the next team you want to do next? I want to take a look at Portland. Right, I'm down. We should go out west. We we haven't gone out west this year at all. Yeah, all right, yeah. So keep an eye on for for that. Uh, YouTube, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Twitch, Twitter. You know where to follow us. Swallow your whistle. Yeah. That's it. Boys. All right. Take it easy, boys. Peace. Peace.